Today, we discuss one of the most important parts of any election. Hey everyone, welcome to Bearing Up. Uh, we've got just a short episode today. I wanted to make sure to get this out on election day. Uh, and so if you still haven't voted in the midterm election, you still have time, uh, a couple hours to, to do that. Um, and if you've already voted or are choosing not to uh, for some reason this uh, election cycle, uh, I'd encourage you to still stay for the discussion Anyway, um, because in truth, the concept that we're discussing today goes much, much further than just participating in, a, in an election or participating in, in politics in general, but it is an essential part of practicing everything uh, that we do, not just um, when we're engaged in our civil duty to vote or engaging in politics. Um but if you are headed to the polls today, or wherever you go today, I hope that you will take the essential thing, the essential concept of kindness with you today. Yes, all the key players in the election and all of their supporters are telling you that the other side wants to destroy America. Uh, we're hearing that all over the place. Uh, from from everyone. Uh, the left tells you that the right wants to take you back to the dark ages and take away rights. The right said, uh, it says that the left wants to destroy the family and take away rights. Um, that's a, a big part of the election uh, and the political discourse. Um, you know, they say they want these rights and they want these rights and, and such and such and, and back and forth and uh, it, it becomes very heated. Um, so of all the things to talk about, you know, we could talk about love or truth, morality, wisdom. You know, why focus on kindness today? Well, first and foremost, it's because this idea is sorely lacking in the political arena. You know, we're not talking about kindness Um that's that's not even a part of the discussion it's about you know destroying and and annihilating the other side right i've seen so many articles and posts and videos that have these sort of key words you know they're they're trying to destroy the libs or destroy the right you know you have those buzzwords you know so and so unleashes or so and so strikes down or clashes obliterates debunks you know, these words are used and they're these sort of flash words uh, that describe this conflict that, you know, they're winning, there's victory, there's, you know, this person's beating up on this person, uh, and, and so on and so forth. It's like the goal is to harm the other side, like that's the point, um, you know, that they just want to you know, hurt the other side as much as they can because they think in hurting the other side, well, it just you know, makes their position less valuable. Um, we're convinced that this is the most important election of our lives, uh, but we've been told that with just about every election in our lives. <laughs> and yes, it hasn't ever been so fiery or hateful before. 
And there are truly some awful things that are being done in our country. There's some pretty radical ideas that are trying to be normalized. And odds are, if, if you've been a follower of this channel, you probably understand, you know, that this is a Christian podcast. And, and so there are, you know, you're probably thinking some of the things that I'm thinking of. Um, but that's no excuse for us to be unkind. You know, even despite the, the beliefs that other people have, as radical and as um, immoral as they can be, um, we still have to show kindness. And for us to understand this, we have to consider first the kindness of God, right? The kindness that God practices. Luke chapter 6 and verse 35 Jesus said, but love your enemies and do good and lend, expecting nothing in return, and your reward will be great, and you will be sons of the Most High, for he is kind to the ungrateful and the evil. Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 32, Paul said, be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another as God in Christ forgave you. So, God is kind even to the ungrateful and the evil. In Matthew chapter 5 and verse 45, Jesus teaches that God shows that kindness by giving sunshine and rain to the righteous and the unrighteous. And back in that passage in Luke we just mentioned, there's that qualifier, you know, in doing so you'll be sons of the Most High. If you want to be like God, we have to practice kindness like God. Uh, that that doesn't need to break during election season. That doesn't need to break at any time. Um, but we are supposed to do good and, and lend and, and help and, and do what we can uh, to be kind to others. And God was kind to us in offering forgiveness for sin, even though we have done some very perverted things, right? And that's an accurate description of what we've done because... Every wicked thing, every sin which we commit is a perversion of the truth. It's a perversion of uh, God's word. And so we have all done perverted things uh, in that we have uh, taken ourselves away from God and away from his word. Um, and despite that, he, he offers forgiveness to us. He shows us that kindness. Even in times when we betray God or we wander from him or we... We walk away from him, you know, even then we're blessed. Even though there are people that have never and will never turn to God, he still blesses them. And that's incredible uh, to think about the kindness of God in that way. God is kind to everyone, so we want to be like him. Uh, if we want to be like him, we should offer that kindness too. After all, it's, it's a part of the fruit of the Spirit as well. Galatians chapter 5 and verse 22. And so, when we don't show the fruit of the Spirit, whether it's kindness or anything else, uh, it, it makes me inclined to believe that one of two things is happening. Either we don't have the Spirit of God in us, or we are stifling the Spirit's work in us. Either way, that's a problem. Either way, uh, we are getting in the way of God doing something great in our lives. So... We cannot stifle kindness. Uh, we should promote kindness, uh, especially in times 
where kindness is difficult, especially in times when everyone else is about, you know, again, destroying the other side, you know, obliterating the opponent. Um, but, you know, there's something else about kindness, the kindness of God, that we can read about in Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. And I'd like for us to consider this because there's some great application for us about the kindness of God in this way, too. So Romans chapter 2, verses 1 through 4. Therefore you have no excuse, everyone who passes judgment. For in that which you judge another, you condemn yourself. For you who judge practice the same things. And we know that the judgment of God rightly falls upon those who practice such things. But do you suppose this, O man, when you pass judgment on those who practice such things and do the same yourself, that you will escape the judgment of God? Or do you think lightly of the riches of his kindness and tolerance and patience, not knowing that the kindness of God leads you to repentance? So the context of this, he's talking to Jewish Christians that, you know, are kind of acting all superior to Gentile Christians and condemning them for things that they're doing. And Paul says, you know, you do the same things, right? You, you, you know, you're saying not steal, but then you're stealing, you know, you're saying don't lie and you're lying and, and you're going to be condemned for that. And, and there's a great truth in that we, we all sin, we all sin, we've all made mistakes, we've all done, um, you know, not just mistakes, but choices. We've made choices uh, in which we have, um, you know, denied the Lord and and we have gone after our own desires. And, and so in, in, that, in that sense, every one of us is in the same camp. It doesn't matter what your beliefs are. It doesn't matter where you come from. We're all in the same camp in that way. But God's kindness was given to lead us to repentance. So he's, he's saying that, you know, for the Gentile Christians and for the Jewish Christians, for everybody, God's kindness was given to lead them to repentance. By offering us salvation, we have the incentive, the reason to reject the ways of the world and turn to God. You know, this is not bribery that God is, is giving to us. It's, it's love. It is genuine love that penetrates our hearts and it gives us the desire, makes us desire a change. And showing us his great kindness, you know, it's not just the right response, but our desire to be forgiven. You know, he offers it. And so, you know, when we understand what God has really offered, you know, you're compelled, you're compelled to take hold of that gift. Because sin is a problem. It's a problem for all of us. Whether or not God provides the solution, you know, sin separates us from God. And we've been given it freely to lead us to repentance, to lead us to come back to him. That's what repentance is. It's turning from one way and going to the other. It's, it's changing our minds and going away from sin and turning to God. And so his kindness was given to lead us away from our sin and to help us get on the right track. So application for us in that, there is absolutely application. If we want the other side to be open to change, then we've got to convince them that we're not hateful people, 
right? If, if, if you're thinking about, you know, how do I reach the, the people on the other side and help them to understand the things that, you know, I think are right and are true and maybe, you know, are not just things that you think are right, but are maybe scientifically true <laughs> or uh, maybe according to God's word are true. Um, you know, how, how can I convince them? Uh, you're not going to get very far if they think you're a hateful person. And this is hard to do because many people don't talk to people on the other side, whether you're right or left. You know, people don't talk to people on the other side. And a lot of them just listen to what their leaders have to say about them. But in kindness, we can prove ourselves not to be hateful. You know, if if people have the idea that, that you're a hateful person because of the things that you believe, because of the way that you vote, how can you prove that you're not a hateful person? It's got to be kindness. It's, it's got to be love. It's got to be, you know, how do you prove that you're not a hateful person? But if there is truly an enemy that wants you to, to play the game of hate and the blame game and is, is all gung-ho about, I want to destroy you and everything that you're all about. Because there are individuals that are so deeply entrenched in what they believe that they're going to think that you're hateful no matter what. And they're going to be hateful no matter what. Um, even in those situations, again, the response is kindness. Right? Romans uh, chapter 12, verses 20 and 21. But if your enemy's hungry... Feed him, and if he is thirsty, give him a drink. For in so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not become overcome by, do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. Now, the reason where we show kindness is not just so that they have this heaping coals on their head, right? <laughs> it's not just this is how we get back at them by being kind. No, that that's not what this is all about. Um, but if there's going to be a real change, if people are going to have their worldview rocked, um, it, it's going to have to be through this. It's going to have to be through being kind. In your heart today and every day, don't allow yourself to go along with a hateful crowd. You can stand for truth and kindness. So as a short little disclaimer here at the end, again, I said this was going to be a short video. Um, I want to say this, kindness does not mean tolerance. It doesn't mean letting people have their way. Kindness is more about giving from a demeanor of love, to be there for people, to be generous towards them, and to have this attitude not of destroying others, but trying to bless others. Ultimately, we desire all people to be blessed with the truth of God's word and to be blessed with a life with God. So, don't forget to stand up for your convictions with kindness. You, you do want to stand for the truth, right? You don't want to give way to what other people are saying because oftentimes when we're quiet and when we're silent, um, you know, the, the hateful people that are pushing an agenda, they get their way. When you're silent, people do whatever they want to do. So uh, we have to still stand up for our convictions. We still have to stand up for what is right, but there's a way to do it, right? There's a way to do that. Um, it kind of reminds me of what Peter said in 1 Peter chapter 3 and verse 15. 
but sanctify Christ as Lord in your hearts, always being ready to make a defense to everyone who asks you to give up account for the hope that is in you, yet with gentleness and reverence or meekness and respect, whatever your translation there says, it's, it has to do with, you know, you're going to do this in a kind way, right? There's, there's a kind way to make a defense about your faith, but it's true about everything, you know, uh, you can make a defense for the things that you believe. You can make a defense for the truth in kindness and in gentleness. Um, so we need to make that defense. We need to stand for truth. Don't let people push you around. But at the same time, you need to do so in the right way. So when you go to the polls today, if you've not yet voted, do so with kindness. Do so with kindness in your heart. And, and I wanted to release this today, particularly because there may be, and I know there definitely will be, some unkind things that are said in the next coming days. Uh, it is um, a sad thing um, when you're living in a point in history that you know tomorrow is going to bring uh, violence and anger and, and hatred. And it, it is something that, you know, you kind of anticipate because of how things have gone here in, in the recent past uh, with other elections. Uh, and so uh, I wanted to make sure that we talked about kindness today um, because even those who are hateful and violent and, and do some awful things and say some awful things tomorrow, um, we still ought to be kind to them too, right? And that that's the hard part, but we still need to have a right heart towards those individuals. Not look at them as an enemy because the enemy ultimately is, is Satan. Uh, he's our only enemy. Uh, instead, we, we ought to, um, in kindness, show the light of Christ, lead people gently to him uh, so that they may know the truth and so that they can be freed from sin. Uh, and so that's what we're all about. Uh, and remember also that this world is not our home, right? We can be so invested in what's happening today and what's going to be happening over the next year or two years or 10 years or whatever. We can be so invested in what's happening here in the earth and forget uh, that the life in God and Christ is a rewarding one now and ultimately a rewarding one in the life hereafter. So thank you so much for watching today. I do want to close by mentioning the Ministry League. Uh, so we, since we didn't have a mid-roll, I do still want to mention them. Uh, the Ministry League is an excellent um, program. It's an excellent uh, organization that offers a lot of Christian resources. Um, download the Ministry League app. And if you want to see more from Bearing Up, um, there's... Um, shorts uh, that we have on, on YouTube and Facebook and Rumble, uh, in addition to our regular podcast and our regular show. Uh, usually they're going to come out on Thursdays. Today's a little different, uh, but you can also listen to the podcast on um, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, thank you so much again for, for listening today. Uh, go out and vote, but do so uh, with a kind heart, a heart that's focused on Christ. Thank you. Have a blessed one.